0: This is Naoki Yoshida. This is Fern Hall. And you are listening to Etherite Radio. The Aetherite Radio. Here we go. All right,
1: hello everybody. Welcome to Aetherite Radio. Famous kids, Final Fantasy 14 podcast. A few jokes joining me today, we've got Rook, and we've got Aldino. Hi. I reversed them, I didn't realize that. because So like, we have a different layout today because we've got three wonderful guests. Mm-hmm. And Aldino was already on the right side. So I was like, "Well, why would I change Aldino and put him over here if his name is already there?" I don't know where I am. I, just I don't. You're you're, sit in you're front top right. You're top right. <laughs> oh, is that good? Probably for like what second for bill- for whatever that means. No, I I, <laughs> I don't know. How how are you doing this? Are you are you going like left to right, uh, right to left, top to bottom, bottom? I I just we're
2: middle in out? I don't I don't
1: know. Yes, we're in amalgamation. Everybody is top billing. It's a council. Everybody can be top billion if you just, you just got to change the pathing. Just believe. Uh-huh. It's fine. Uh, joining us today, as I said, we have three wonderful guests uh, joining us from the Firebird Theater. We have Agatha, Emily, and Sass. Welcome on Hello to the show. Hello there. Hello. Hello. Greetings.
3: Thank you. you for having us.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's great to have you. So, it's really Uh fun. We are going to talk about what they are up to. But first, we do have some news that we want to go over. Mm-hmm. Uh, patch 6.51 dropped uh, this past Tuesday here. So we got a new variant dungeon. Aloalo Alo Island um, is pretty. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's very pretty. It's um, so pretty. Yeah. I, uh, if, if... Sure, I didn't
4: do on. it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I, dare will. You.
1: I will. I will. I will. It'll happen. I,
4: I Go. got Fusion in it. Oh, I got yeah? Fusion in it on stream one day. And I uh, am only sad that you weren't there the second day, Fusion, because it's my current top goal to make you love Variant Dungeons. And if oh. I have to, like, okay. I'm going to, I'm just going to make it happen. I am going to let my sheer raw enthusiasm for Variant Dungeons just, mm-hmm. I'm just going to, like, shove it all at you. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: I have want some help? with you. Yes, please, let's do it. Let's oh my go. gosh, yes. I love
3: variant dungeons. I love the choose-your-own-adventure dungeons. Yeah. Like, that's what it is. My childhood was choose-your-own-adventure books. And now I get that. I get to play it. Mm-hmm. And uh, this time, I'm a machinist main. I am an enthusiast of the Fair Folk. And so, uh, apparently, one of the bosses is my fault entirely. I just kind of yeah. went, go, do a crime. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I love that oh, that boss. boss is so good. She's oh, so good. I mean, the she whole really thing is. is great. It's like a really wonderful journey with some unexpected lore, mm-hmm. and all of the paths had something really unique or interesting about them. So yeah, I oh, love yeah. this one. I thought it was great. I would Absolutely. have loved to
1: have been a fly on the wall, like when they were working on like developing the different encounters and stuff. They're like, okay, and so then you go down the third path, and we're just gonna put some whoopee cushions down, uh, and it's like, <laughs> what? Some some I'm okay. sold- Somewhat.
3: <laughs> I those whoopy cushions are a housing item and I'm still trying to find a way to work that into one of my house,
4: one of my housing <laughs> as they, spaces. As
1: they should. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I, love that. I hadn't realized I love that. that. That's really good.
4: I love that she's so mischievous and like a prankster. And then that like carries over into her fight. So like you have mm-hmm. that moment of like kind of comedy where you step on them and you're like, What? And then you actually get into the fight and they play a role in it. I was like, this yes. is so cool. I love it.
3: Not to mention, I ran with uh, people who have a lot of experience with previous Final Fantasy titles, and they're like, oh my god, I see 9 over here, I see 10 over here, I can tell that they're prepping for Dawn Trail, they're so <laughs>
2: excited for
3: this. <laughs> oh my gosh, I, I absolutely love the lore, I'm pushing all of my Lala friends at it. That includes uh, you too, Sass, Oh,
4: Oh I'm <laughs> dragging y'all through it.
5: Yeah, that'll be cool.
4: I have to say, Uh I have never, I like Lalafell. I think they're cute. Mm -hmm. I am not on the Lalafell hate train, although I Mm -hmm. do agree that we have a lot of very distinctive villainous Lalafells in the game. So like, I get it. Sometimes people build a resentment, but like, I like our Lalafell friends. I think they're cute. I've never wanted to make a Lalafell myself, but Aloalo actually made me for like the first time ever have like a... Character concept blast! Ah. Like suddenly, where I was just like, "Oh my gosh, a Lala fell!" But based off of all of this, and I was so excited about <laughs> it that I might actually make my first Lala. So,
2: there you go.
3: Now this, this variant yeah. dungeon is filled with Lala love. Mm.
1: Yeah. Hashtag I... Lala life. There we go. <laughs> there yeah, let's go. get that ha- trend. Hashtag tropical popatos. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's coming! I know it's coming. <laughs> yeah. And Look, I com- mean, we 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 joked about eating Lalafels even back in the eleven days. Like there was <laughs> yeah, there, there was a a question. I think it was even Mamlajah related at a fan mm. fest, and it was uh they had to, they gave like a little quick quick story about like the lore or something, and then they followed it up at the end with and 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 uh, Taru Tarus are not food. <laughs> so, it's yeah, canon. it's, it's age old. Yeah, you know, it's it's you know. generational now. This abuse, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, alongside with the new variant dungeon, um, we did see what they were planning for the progression
2: rewards.
1: Mm-hmm. So if you do the savage version, uh, you can get upgraded tome weapons i yeah. didn't see that coming i th- i figured they yeah, would throw I. in like an extra twine or something here or there right um but they created like a whole new like actual tier of weapons just for this mm-hmm. um and so they are beautiful interesting yeah almost all of them are just gorgeous looking like they added the glows to the weapon design contest winners they even have a blue mage weapon in there which um weird but okay Honestly,
3: giving a lot of respect to those weapon contest winners that they absolutely deserve for, Mm -hmm. honestly, so many beautiful designs.
1: Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the the blue mage weapon made me raise an eyebrow. I'm like, but blue mage can't do the content.
4: (laughs) I know. It's a a very bizarre irony that it's locked behind that, but blue mage literally can't instance into Criterion. So I hope maybe at some point they do let blues run, run them solo, because I think that would... I don't know why it would change anything. You can run them solo as it is. Like, of course, their skill set is different, but it's one of those things where I'm just like, why not just let them do it? Um, Mm. But I mean, yeah, I love that they actually put something in here. It shows that they are listening to community feedback. And like, of course, I think there's still more discussion about how they keep integrating these and the rewards for them Mm. large scale. Because also you couldn't even like go back to complete the other two to get like, you know, Savage tier tokens or something that then you could exchange for these. Like it's only Mm. Alo, Alo. So I think there's still like there's still progress to be made in making yeah. them additionally rewarding even though I love just the base like the content itself and I find that rewarding um you know they've had a lot of a lot of feedback about like making it something especially those harder tiers that people mm-hmm. would want to do or like why they would want to do it so
1: Yeah, yeah. it makes me really wonder like how cuz we we know we're getting variant dungeons um across 7.x so it, I'm really curious like After they get, you know, all the feedback from this, like, are we just going to get, like, a five eye level increase upgrade on Mm -hmm. tome stuff for the variant dungeons? Or, like, unlock second die slot when upgraded? (laughs) Oh, my
2: goodness.
1: If you say that. Upgrade it once. You can die it. it. Upgrade it twice. You can die it twice. I don't Don't, don't know. Don't listen to them. There's the catch. Yeah, don't (laughs) listen to them. I'm not saying it's a great idea. I I mean, it would make everyone do it. It does feel probable. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Aldeno, um, you and I may or may not have a mutual friend who is not interested in blue mage rating until uh-huh. uh, the Shadowkeeper mount was announced. But before yeah. it was revealed, it was a uh, monk station. Yeah. It's like I, I can and will just do get that. all of the spells yeah. and max out blue mage just for that mount.
2: Yeah. And now I he doesn't
3: mean, have to.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, you know, I think it normal. Normal has to have rewards, right? Because yeah. people are going to do normal. Savage, it's it's so much concentration for so long, that it really kind of suppresses people's interest, right? They're like, I don't know if I could do it for that long. I could barely do Savage, or I don't even do Savage. So, I I think that there has to be more in normal, and yes, something a capstone in Savage, but I don't I don't know that this is it. It's cool. Yeah, I would almost do it. It's it's like just about there, like just because it would be something, it's, uh, and if you can yeah. get me to want to do. It, you're probably on the right. <laughs> I, if you can get me to want to do it, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's it's look like I I think it's 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 easier to get four people than it is to get eight people. Absolutely. So like yeah. that's True. done. I think for mm-hmm. me, and it's it's still that that lack of like it's such like a weird like nishi like midcore matchmaking player cuz i don't do yeah. party finders i have anxiety playing with right. people i don't know or doing content i haven't done before mm-hmm. so like the idea of like going into something like a eureka or a boja where it's it's that idea of like everybody's here just throw shit at at edit enemy it'll <laughs> die eventually like yeah. i love that content it's super easy you can just go and do whatever and we haven't had that so like Mm-hmm. I appreciate that they are they have the multiple like tiers of yeah. difficulty for this, but I think I mean we've we talked about this before. The naming like they need to redo the, the naming is so confused oh, yeah. on this stuff. Um, but if they can do that, if they can work it into Roulette somehow, um, I think it'll be good. I'm really curious to see mm-hmm. what they do with the the future of the rewards. But I yeah. think they're on the right track, and I hope that if if it's not us, that whoever gets the, the next interview I see with Yoshida. They just go blue mage weapon. Why? <laughs> <laughs> like, are there plans for blue mage? Like, just right. what? What? What blue happened? Mage and the job will be able to do it next yeah. expansion. Maybe, it's just, it's such
3: maybe prep for decision. two years
4: from now.
1: Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, maybe. We've maybe. realized blue
1: mage only had like three <laughs> weapons, and it's been in the game for like four, like three years now. So we're like, That's we'll make true. a new blue mage weapon.
2: <laughs> Fair.
1: Um we also had a new uh pvp map added the red sands um i haven't had a chance i know rook played it at least once (laughs) i
4: only got to do it oh i only got to do it once i i played a lot of pvp since then but because they just put it in the standard Mm -hmm. rotation i just can't seem to like get the hours like it shows up every
1: eight hours that was a common (laughs) complaint yeah
4: yeah um, but, I mean, I'm glad that it's in the rotation and the uh, match that I did get to play on it, I really enjoyed. Like, I thought mm-hmm. it really does have a different dynamic than the other maps. Like, those big, huge open areas, that kind of, like, sand sucking effect. The the, the raindrops, um, pier- so,
1: like, you don't get hit with, yes, like, Yes, the, the
4: raindrops. Like, there's uh, yeah. definitely a lot of stuff that you, like kind of need to know specific to that map for it but that i think also makes some really interesting opportunities so um i really enjoyed the one match i got to play on it (laughs) before it ticked over and that it was a new map um unfortunately
1: yeah i can't wait to see what uh oh go ahead I, i think they need to they need to decrease the windows or at least for like a month like have it more frequent, right? It's the new thing. Let people like, because if you're on like an eight hour rotation, like that's a lot. That's a long time. So hopefully, hopefully they've gotten some feedback about that. Because it's like I'd love to do it too. When is it up? It's like I don't know, like eight a.m. or like midnight or something. Like it's it's not times I'm normally playing. So um, I'm probably I mean, wrong with those times. Don't quote me and on 8 that. Yeah.
5: No, I'm not even out of bed by eight a.m. You kidding me? <laughs> Uh, yeah, it it kind of just kind of sucks a little bit too for the people who want to get back into PvP for the new stuff, and then oh well, I'm not going to be able to try it until the yeah. middle of the night. And,
1: yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a shame.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so
1: hopefully they get some feedback about that and they make some adjustments. Um yeah. we also have um, Splendorous Tools Quest. I don't craft or gather, so I am yep. like so far off of this boat. I have. Speaking you of both, I, I saw our friend Fruity did it, Okay, and, and, and he, he did it quickly, I guess. We'll have to talk to him about the whole wow. situation there. Yeah, mm. like, he did, I think, first day. Like, he's always on top of fishing, so. I think the, the last, like, hand or land thing, I, did, I think I did the uh, foundation, um, like, the pickaxe or something so mm-hmm. it kind of glows with dragon scales and stuff I'm like alright that's cool but like I don't I don't play this content enough to like to yeah. really to really do this the highest crafter or gatherer I have is at 50 because of ARR and then I went I'm not doing that anymore
4: and I remember I, I remember
1: timed nodes and scripts in heavensward and I was like man out like as soon as adamantine or dropped in like as is law that node popped I was there with like so many other people on that little floating chunk of rock mm-hmm. um but yeah, not not so much lately.
3: I am the resident filthy completionist. Oh yeah. Um, so I've actually kind of poked my head into the splendorous tool sides of things. I looked at the crafter side. There are no pre-crafts, so you don't have the uh, the high quality to bump your quality mm. at the very beginning. And they are the the new like minimum quality things oh, yeah. so it's like you need to get up to this point otherwise it's not going to count And i'm like can i make a macro for this and i really tried hard and i found out a way that i could do it at least on my alchemist mm-hmm. um which is my specialist with the latest splendorous tool uh fully pentamelded uh with uh high quality food and the craftsman's draught and tier three um Gosh, FC abilities for, like, craftsmanship (laughs) and, oh, goodness, the other stat, which is Uh, escaping me right now. Not CP, surprisingly. (laughs) uh, Um, And I can just get it to the bare minimum.
1: Oh, Oh my gosh.
3: With all of that, with uh, trying to macro it out. So I've been working on the gatherer side of things a little bit.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, the right.
3: tools themselves look really cool. They, do. They, t- they take a lot of the the solar punk uh, mm-hmm. aesthetic of the Crystarium.
2: Mm-hmm. And I
3: think the lore itself says they actually have little chunks of the Crystal Tower itself in it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why I'm like, I am interested in these because I, I like the first in the Crystarium. Not sure if you could notice uh not it not never come quite a bit. No, it just doesn't come up at all. Uh <laughs> so that was like, okay, I get to see, you know, not Rowena. Uh, yeah. And <laughs> Morin? I can't even remember his name now. Uh in in the crystarium, because I want to do that research because they're there and we're in a DD campaign that's there. And who doesn't love making your players do fetch quests for crafters? So, I just need to know what they're doing so I can force you guys to do it later on. (laughs) There you go. Uh,
3: Spoiler alert it's basically what if Geralt and Rowena weren't emotionally constipated? Ah, see, that's what I
1: thought it was. Oh, my gosh. One of these days, we're going to go back to the first to use the crystal tower for something. And it'll be like, we have chipped off so many chunks of crystal from this thing. It is not going to do what you want it to do anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. We have made tools. We have made statues. We just we just like the way it looks. It's shiny. We've got mm-hmm. this whole building over here. It's just windows. And it's just all crystal tower chunks. Yeah. And the XR isn't here to stop us anymore. So, yeah.
3: Yeah. We, we have free reign. We have the power. We have the technology. We'll just put these chunks of crystal in our uh, tools. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, also, oh, by Charles, uh, Fall Guys uh, content was added. Um, so we've got uh, a handful <laughs> of maps. There's a lot of uh, a lot of rewards from this too. I wasn't expecting there to be so so many rewards. Um, it's it's fun like i was actually really impressed with um just how much of like the ui aesthetic and stuff they were able to copy over from from fall guys into 14 um snapshotty server tick stuff yeah it's still 14 um so that takes a little bit of getting used to but otherwise like it's it's not bad um there have been some things around the internet um of the third party variety don't don't use those that's not nice (laughs) let give every let everybody have a chance to get in the crown everybody wants the the hundred win uh achievement so uh don't don't cheat don't do it that's bad um i think that's it for the patch and rook did you do fall guys
4: yet I actually have I, not done I, I know you
1: love this collab and it's like the most excited you've ever been for, for this game.
4: I, I need to actually do it because I have heard folks say that it can be really fun. I have heard that it can also be, I mean, like you said, that it can be just a little finicky and that um, a lot of folks even struggle to make it through the first round. And sometimes a lot of that feels like it's because you just end up on the wrong side so, of a server tick or something.
1: I think part of that too, though, and I mean, you would you would benefit in this way. You probably haven't actually played Fall Guys
4: i played Fall Guys. You have
1: played Fall? Okay. Yeah.
4: I, that, that surprises
1: me <laughs> after a, everything that's transpired since they announced this collab.
4: Yeah, I played Fall Guys. Okay. It was fine. <laughs> 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 I think a lot of other people liked it a lot more it, than it was, I did. It was, I it, was was yeah. <laughs> it was one of the
1: games of all time. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of the games all It
4: was fun fun it it was fine i i didn't love it like the way that a lot of people did i i am curious though because like i said i have heard good things um i need to actually do it i've just been so busy with other stuff and then i was just working on pvp stuff and so i just haven't gotten in yet
0: okay Okay. original fall guys gave me trauma and this just dragged all that back up (laughs) thought you were over it and it just came back and at least they can't grab me and throw me off a ledge this is true.
3: You, but I can, in fact, put the Fall Guys theme song on the orchestrion in the theater.
5: Uh, no. no, I don't think so. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm doing it because, of course, Filthy Completionist. I and it's mean, the only track there. The it just loops. In the emote. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've, I've generally been having a good time with it. Um, and the one third party uh, anything that I accept as perfectly fine with this is somebody uh, using the tools to make a screenshot with the mount recreating a scene from Ace Ventura and that is all I'm going to say on that
1: I know exactly what you're talking about
3: <laughs> if you know, you know and that
1: sounds amazing
3: <laughs> I've seen it around, it's
1: so oh great. my god, I had thought about that that's incredible <laughs> oh, I can't get the image out of my head now <laughs>
3: Congratulations. Enjoy that for the next few hours <laughs> or weeks or lifetime.
1: Oh my gosh. It's just it's just flooding into my brain. Anyway. Um, so that's uh-huh. it for the patch. Um also this past week, uh FanFast Wave 3 merch was revealed no giant statue, which yeah, makes my wallet weird. a little happy, a little surprised. Um uh-huh. so keeping it for the what? collector's edition, maybe. I don't know. They wouldn't have an emote with the collector's edition statue. It's true, no. and not, that know, not that we know, not that we know of any emote that would maybe be attached <laughs> to any. We don't know things you're
2: saying. Uh-huh. I
3: mean, they might have some minions attached to the collector's edition. Mm-hmm. I don't know how we would know that
2: entirely
3: <laughs> for sure. No, yeah, we
1: would but, never know, you know anything. They never add anything oh. early to this game. We had no idea that. We, oh God, I remember we thought Vanu Vanu were the Shiva Beast tribe. In oh right! I remember that. The end that. of two Oh my god! Yeah, Amazing. boy, we, Amazing. we were wrong great, on that though. one, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, why why couldn't we be right about that? That would have been great. <laughs> well, you know. Um. So, uh, Ooh. with this uh-huh. wave of
4: merch, really, well, really, well, really fast. Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. No, you please oh. go ahead. Talk about the wave of merch. But then there's a, an additional merch thing that I just found out about today that I want to oh, yeah. mention before we move on. Is it the great. jacket? So, yeah. Well, no, it's the oh. faux Commander Fox. There's a what? plushie oh. of him coming
1: out. Oh, the Taito! <gasps> yeah, the
4: Taito! Yeah, I know. Taito's cute. They always have oh, really no, cool Taito need...
1: stuff, but we never, we never get it here. Square Enix owns Taito. They could just sell this stuff to us. <laughs> I know we don't have a Crane Games. It's fine, but you literally own the company making this stuff. Square, why don't you just?
4: Bring it. Bring Haven't you, it, bring you it. learned? I need to talk Final to some fans. friends. I need this <laughs> yeah, plushie. Fine. I just yeah, I, I just retweeted it. it. I just retweeted it. So, okay. like, okay. you get it. No, it's so cute. It honestly... And it looks really good. It looks like, just like Emmerich. Yes, it looks just like Emmerich. No, it, like, it's so cute. Like, it has, like, yeah. the different little fur variations, and it looks very nice, and its oh, little face proportions are super cute. So... I need that too. I need that. The the amount of times that I see like
1: new Taito item and I'm like, all right, where can I pre-order this thing? Like, it's just, (laughs) what do I have to do? It's, it's terrible. Yeah. I wish, I wish they were better about, uh, making that stuff available to us over here, but. We will buy it. Yeah. It will be bought. I mean, we are already buying it. Like.
2: (laughs) Yeah yeah we're,
3: we're finding ways yeah. I, I simp for exactly two characters and americ is one of them i carry the sandfox minion with me at all times so i can just secretly be an americ simp um I, I need this plushie
1: i've got a a friend of mine um loves loves americ i used to be in a, a raid mm-hmm. static with them um and after I had, I had like gotten a house or upgraded a house or something they're like oh let's go see your house and i'm like okay so like i put up a wall with the uh, the Emmerich, uh like portrait, mm-hmm. and then I put another wall right behind that, and had the demon wall on it. So instead of Amric's head, it was the demon wall head popping oh, through the.
2: Oh, that's amazing! They hated me. How oh, dare me you? So How oh, dare you? As an
1: Elizan, I feel um, I approve. Uh... <laughs> wow! The, as an Elizin, uh-huh. I would like to inform you that the Astinian portrait remain untouched. Okay. okay. Well, one out of two ain't bad. <laughs> um but yeah for this uh wave three merch um some of the stuff is kind of baseball themed because it is at tokyo dome um so mm. there's like a shirt there's a towel um there's anything with moogles
0: on it
3: that's all uh, that any cares about different
1: moogle slippers yeah were there uh were there, are those new moogle slippers I think that they're just different. I, I saw
0: Moogle slippers in wave 2, but no I thought of yeah, things. I was, I was the, the I felt like was thought the were older, would not even fit my foot and I <laughs> Yeah, definitely.
1: that's that's how they get you those JP sizes. Um, so uh-huh. de- they do have measurements and stuff on this. So definitely check um grab grab mm. grab yourself a tape measure. <laughs> um yep. but they've got uh Mughals. There's the so there's a magic carpet mat. It's just like a little thing. I think that has some Moogle motifs on it see they got me because the description was like you could put figures on this I'm like I have those
2: oh <laughs> so
1: i'm like you got me that was it <laughs> whoever does your 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 product descriptions nailed it um there it is. there's some like metallic stickers there's a backpack um they have like keychain patches um they're like double-sided so like there's one that's i don't know how they paired these one's like like an ancient one and then if you flip it over you have like the drippy minion
5: oh <laughs>
1: all right <laughs> okay. okay. That was a choice, um, right. <laughs> but they have a couple other ones. There's some Loperate playing cards that come in like a little tiny book. Case. I like those; those mm, are cute. Yeah. Those actually sold out quick. They've they've been releasing the stuff in waves as well. So, like if something sold out, check back in a couple days and it it might be back up. Mm-hmm. Um, Mini Eighth Right, which is like I mean, I had to had to buy a Mini Eighth Right. Like, come on, it's like the the name. <laughs> like, it's it's Mini up Aetherite. there somewhere. Yeah, I feel like th- I th- I think Taito had a Mini Eighth Right years ago as well. So. But Probably, this, is, yeah. this is the newer, maybe better question mark, updated <laughs> somehow mini eighth rate. Find new... a
3: fountain in your house to glitch it into. Oh,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> My wife's going to be like, why do you have a bird bath in the office now? Look, I needed <laughs> something. Uh, it glows listen. and spins. Don't
0: question it. Yeah,
1: it's fine. <laughs> uh, some wireless phone chargers. There's like a tombstone one and like a little ASM circle one um that's cool series two of the vinyls um are coming out the oh the the out oh, the artwork on mm. these is so good the the Shadowbringers one it's a picture of the exarch reading lena stories like little baby yeah. viera lena you know, it's so cute i i um, love
3: baby lena so much i i need to protect them <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: um and then this this one was funny. Uh, glow sticks, right? We we made a big deal out of this because they they're like we're selling these at the EU Fan Fest. Well, it turns out they're probably getting rid of old stock because now there's a new glow stick. Uh, it has a what? black handle. Whoa! Wow. So there wow. there you go.
3: <laughs> Collect them all. Yeah. <laughs>
1: there's actually there's actually I think that'll make it the third glow stick. I didn't realize this. We well, like I I tweeted about it last week and people were like I have the glow stick, and they sent me a picture. I'm like. That's a different glow stick. <laughs> There's actually a third. Wow! They had one that was branded with the Primals at at a, at a I think it was the 2018. Yeah. I didn't All know that. Right. Yeah. So they had a Primals one, but then they had the just the 14 branded one that they've been using in Japan for the last whenever years. Well, but it's very important that a... they supply these for us so that we can rock out. Look, uh, <laughs> I am just yeah. super nerdy, and I just merch things are interesting to me. So I was like, no, there it's... was a glow stick I didn't know about. <laughs> like I don't need Honestly, it. Not. Like I'm good, but like I don't know. It's just it's interesting. Anyway, <laughs> that's it for news. We did it.
3: Aha, we made it. Yeah,
1: there's news. We're here. We did it. We got so today uh we're gonna talk. We have our three wonderful guests here joining us um from the Firebird Theater. They have a new performance coming up in December. A starlight story um so we're going to talk to them a little bit um so tell us about yourselves how did you get started with with final fantasy 14 first off and we'll just I, I think we could probably go down the down the the line here as it were
3: i have no idea if your line looks the same as my line oh.
1: <laughs> i'm
4: going well, to assume well, yeah, we can start we'll it's start actually okay and, and please feel free to introduce yourself a little bit too As you uh, kind of come in And then let us know how you got into 14. So Agatha, let's start all with right. Agatha Cool,
3: alright
4: um,
3: Hi, I'm Agatha Unfortunately I'm not Katherine Hahn As I'm sure you could tell by now um, For all of the fellow Marvel nerds uh, but... I,
1: I understood that reference, yeah
0: <laughs> And I understood oh, that reference
3: Hey. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I came into Final Fantasy XIV itself during the pandemic. Um, my LARP group was kind of closing down because, you know, the Panty D doesn't let us go and meet each other and beat each other up with plumbing supplies in real life. And one of my friends had invited me over after a hard lockdown. It's like, hey, look, I made this cute little lizard girl. Um, and here are her fairies and her carbuncle. And let me show you some cutscenes from like the ARR primals. They're mm. so cool. The music is great. And I may or may not have gone home and immediately uh, put some money into an MMO mouse. It's my first MMO as well. My first Final uh-huh. Fantasy title. Just whole nine yards there. And... um I have been playing regularly, if not daily, ever since.
4: I love it. I love it. I mean, it's amazing. Like, we talked a lot during the pandemic about how 14 literally, or MMOs in general, created spaces and, you know, worlds that we could all explore when our world had narrowed down so much. And I love that you came into the game then and you were able to, Mm -hmm. like, connect with your friends and get invested in it and find new stories to bring to life in it. That's so cool. Yeah, no, I mean,
3: this absolutely created a space that was uh, very much accessible to me. And um, I'm sure I'm going to talk about that more later on in the interview. But <laughs> just things opened up so much when I was
4: locked in this room right here. That's awesome. So then that'll take us next to Amelie. Would yes. you like to introduce yourself and let us know how you got into 14?
0: Oh, my goodness. Um <laughs> I am Amelie Duskwind. I've been in the game since a little after ARR started. Um, I have been with the theater. I've been doing a virtual theater inside the game for just about six years at this point. Oh wow! I've been with multiple uh, troops in-game and finally branched out and started this one with Sass. And this will be our third production. With this trip.
4: Love it. Very cool. So good. Yeah. Have you played like other Final Fantasies and things coming into the game? Or what sort of. Six is
0: my favorite of all time. All right, always. All right. <laughs> good. This is. This is and, my, and I, I still. Like that there is still the. The back of my head thoughts that. I know others have done it. But I really have been thinking about doing the Maria and Draco. Uh, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> opera. Mm-hmm. A, as an actual play but that, that's, that's you should
4: do it that would be so cool no doubt a lot of people would love it too um, uh-huh. I'll see it so
1: every good. time I don't care <laughs>
3: <laughs> there is an audience
0: it's yeah. been done before though uh, yeah it's true a Stage re- a stage Reborn did it
5: mm-hmm. you know. ah, yeah I saw I that one. maybe well, you know. maybe We'll give it a year or so, and we'll yeah. see if it's been enough time. And we decide, nah, okay, maybe it's time <laughs> for us to take give our take on it. Yeah,
4: yeah, you should definitely. I mean, because there's always, I mean, no matter what, even if you're performing the same plays, right? There's always right. different ways to interpret it. So mm, this is true. Absolutely. All right, so that takes us to our last, but certainly not least uh sasanasu did i say that correctly is that right yes
5: that is you correct. It. you could just call me sass it's way Sas. easier <laughs> i think a lolafil named sass is very very that,
1: on that, that feels very on yeah. brand for whatever the is. i hear brand that a is. lot
5: yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yep, uh i'm sass and i am a co-producer and co-owner for the firebird theater for this performance i am the tech director and uh, I, I first got into Final Fantasy 14 in A Realm Reborn. I had a friend who played, and they were like, Oh, you should play. We could play together. So I joined, and they were just too busy with their high level friends. So oh, I no. only played for a little bit, and then I ended up stopping. But then Heaven's Word came out, and I had another friend who said that, and that same happened. But I ended up in a free company that really <laughs> uh, welcomed me. We had a lot of fun. We would spend a lot of our evenings in palace of the dead you know every evening have someone new join us so I have to do the first floors over and over mm-hmm. again <laughs> but that that's where i started really coming to love the game uh playing mm-hmm. with friends and you know some of those early dungeons and palaces of the dead and uh yeah eventually ended up finding svt and getting into theater and so that's what i've been doing since mhm
1: isn't that always how it
5: goes? Your friend's like, hey, you should come play this game. Sorry, I can't play with
1: yeah. you right now. I'm doing Raid. Also, now I'm bored of it, but I hope you're having fun. I'm going to stop playing for a while. It's always like one of the two, right? It's like, you get in, they I've leave. had that
5: with Elder Scrolls Online, <laughs> World of Warcraft, this yeah. game. <laughs> so, and Gosh, yep. even
3: with uh, my friend, it's just conflicting schedules over and over and over
5: again. Yeah. Vin,
3: I still love you. I know you still play. I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah.
5: Well, I know that's whenever I bring someone new in, it's like, okay, well, I'm either gonna make a new character or I'm just gonna sit with mm-hmm. them and <laughs> we'll hang out while they do all their early stuff because yeah. I know that kind of sucks <laughs> being on the other end. Yeah. Right. Um.
1: So yeah. how how did the Firebird Theater start? Was there inspiration? Like, what was like the the spark that that kind mm. of made this whole thing start up
5: well uh i know Emily and i were part of a theater troupe before this one we mm. were part of um svt the lazio virtual the lazio virtual theater okay. mm. and uh yeah we we became good friends and you know uh i i love the more tech side of things and amy loves the more artistic side of things and we were uh just talking about how things we, things we would do if we had the opportunity, you know, different uh, plays that SVT wouldn't be as interested in doing and getting really hyped up about that. So we decided, you know what, let's take what we've learned here and see about going our own way and taking it our different direction. Mm-hmm. And so we decided to uh, branch out and start our own theater, moving back to Amy's old home on Ferry. where amy had some friends already and uh we decided to start fresh and it's been a lot of fun we've come a very long way
0: Mm. gathered a good group of people that have all dedicated to the craft and it is amazing like i said this is our third show so far and we're don't see any time that we're going to be ending it right we have two more shows in the pipeline eventually ephemeral at this point the, mm-hmm. the next one will be announced at the end of the last showing for our performance. On the, but yeah. Yep. So so the, December
3: uh, 17th,
0: Mark here. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. December
5: 17th. If you are there, watch till <laughs> the end. Because <laughs> that's usually when we like to uh, announce our next show right at the end of our last performance. Mm-hmm. And we well, give a nice uh, heartfelt speech. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Please go ahead.
1: Oh, I was just gonna say, what were the two previous shows? Just uh, for those who don't know, I mean, I know.
0: So the for our first show as as our as a troupe was mm-hmm. uh, Much Ado About Nothing. We uh, brought Shakespeare's comedy here into mm-hmm. and, and all the shows that we do, we localize and terminology wise, we bring it into uh, FF fourteen into Eorzea. That's uh, awesome. Yards become yalms, mouths become malms. uh real world. Uh, for instance uh, in much ado about nothing italy was one of this uh the uh locations which turned into i believe it was limsa yeah yeah uh the one after that was uh the importance of being earnest which is mm-hmm. was very fun it was a very long play very long <laughs> <laughs> we've
5: definitely learned uh We learn limits with that. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. That's so cool.
1: I love that you localize it. Like that it's a step that isn't like necessary. It's never necessary, but it's just so cool. And it lends to the production, kind of giving it your own feel, having people who don't know anything about the subject matter, because let's be honest, right? How many people exactly they didn't know it would be hard for them to to kind of relate. And it's awesome that you kind of build that, that bridge.
0: We I've we had so many people for every show I've ever been a part of come up to me at some point and say, I've never been to a show before. I've never been, been exposed to theater. And this, this is one of the things that sh- especially Shakespeare was always preaching about was bring it to the people. Make sure that mm-hmm. the art is accessible for everyone. And this is just another way to bring it to the people who wouldn't have a chance to see it otherwise.
5: Right. Yeah, that's definitely something that's been always important to us with this theater accessibility. Mm. Uh, you know, it, there's always reasons that you can't go to the theater, even if you're interested in it, you know, be it a physical or mental stuff. But, uh, you know, the It's like Amy said, I I remember particularly we had this mother talk to us after a performance about how they have an autistic child who wouldn't be able to go to the theater in real life. But they were watching our play and they were so excited and, you know, talking uh, the whole time, all excited about everything and how it really, uh, really meant a lot to them. Mm. And so, you know, things like that are a big reason for us to keep going and really make use of this medium where it Mm. makes it more accessible for folks who can't go to a brick-and-mortar theater. And we try our best to make it as much of an experience that you would get Mm. going to a brick-and-mortar theater, but in a virtual space. That's really cool. I love
4: that. Yeah, that's so cool. I mean, it is something that you see a lot in gaming communities, right? And even... You know, having recently had our fan fest, or having the um, orchestra concert after, or when I went to Distant Worlds,
2: mm-hmm.
4: um, there were so many people who would never have gone to a show like this. Be it even just monetary reasons, you know, where they they monetarily haven't been able to afford it, or you know, they never thought it would be something that would be interesting to them. Or I mean, like you were talking about as well in the gaming community, there's so many other reasons as well that might you know keep you from being able to go outside of your house. Um, be they physical or mental. And so to have the ability to like meet people in a space where they can engage with it in so many flexible ways and they can, you know be there on their character but they don't have to physically be there in person you know it's incredible how many doors that opens up for folks to then get to experience a little alone yeah like fusion was saying having that context of mm-hmm. a world that uh, i guess fusion and Aldino were saying like that context of a world that you know and you love that then puts a framework around other works with great stories that maybe you never thought would interest you <laughs> but then you say right do, right
5: well, I, honestly, that happened to me as well. I uh I was taking a course in university on uh music history and one of the things we were talking about was musicals. So when I was playing a game with my sisters and we ended up hearing a city shout saying that there was this performance going on in Final Fantasy fourteen, you just gotta go to the house and get in line. Uh my sisters were like, Oh, we should go and had to Spend a lot of money for them to get all dressed up, but then once we got there, it was magical. I'm not a huge theater person. I I wasn't before, and you know I own a theater, so I can't say that now. But <laughs> I uh, I was really taken with how serious it was. In that, you know, it was still silly, but it was done as professional as you can inside the video game. Mm-hmm. They wanted to give you an actual theater experience. So I ended up messaging them and uh, getting involved with tech. And that led me to have where I am today here. Right. So, yeah, exactly. That's, that's uh, the same, like you were saying, you know, people wouldn't necessarily get into that sort of stuff if it wasn't involved with Final Fantasy or something. Other things that are interesting—that's something we like to try to bring in as well. It's fun, and everyone who comes to watch obviously has a connection with Final Fantasy, mm-hmm. so that's why we do that.
1: Right. So, what was what was that first performance like? I mean, you had been in the troupe before; this was your first go.
5: All new, maybe all new crew. I'm not entirely sure. It was. It was all Mm -hmm. new. new Only one person. We had like one person who had acted in virtual space before, but besides that, everyone was brand new. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, there's got to be jitters. But how how did that go? How did that feel?
5: There were a lot of jitters. (laughs) You know, (laughs) Emily and I. it, It was our first show as. Being in charge, being mm-hmm. leaders, mm-hmm. and there was definitely some parts that we've learned from. Right, of <laughs> so course, always. It didn't go as smooth as possible, but we had practiced so much, and we knew everyone would do good. And of course, everyone was so anxious seeing everyone seated there, and yeah. they were all excited. And we ended up having during our first show, someone had made a little mistake, and during um the intermission, you know, that they talked about that and we're like, hey, no one noticed. <laughs> it was totally fine. Right. And uh you know, I think that really helped put a lot of people at ease. You started seeing that A lot of that anxious energy started kind of like going away as they were getting Mm -hmm. into it. And that was really fun and magical to see because even I was started getting anxious, just, you know, second party (laughs) anxiety with everyone anxious at the beginning. But towards the end, you know, that had faded away to excitement and everyone was really happy to be there and really emotional. Mm -hmm. And so that was a really magical experience for me. Uh, what do you think, Gammy?
0: I agree with that. Uh, leading up to the performances was shaky. It was very much like trying to herd Miko's. We were, <laughs> yeah. but once we got there and everybody got into a rhythm, it went good. But there's always that anxiety spike right before the first play begins. Mm. Yeah,
1: I I love to draw parallels to uh, people. Who see MMOs who may not know that you do virtual theater in there, You that you could even do that. They'll think of like raiding and other things. And to me, I've always saw raiding as kind of similar to any other performance. To me, I always say marching band, right? You have the places that you have to be at the times that you have to be and you have your rotation, which is your instrument. Yeah, But it's that also... Is,
0: go ahead. No, go ahead. 100%. I'll, I'll add to it in a moment.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's similar with these kind of productions, right? You know, you have your roles to play. They're really fun in hitting the execution, but you always get those jitters, right? It always happens. It's it's such an a fun way to get that same kind of feeling by doing something different in the game.
0: And, and that's exactly what it is. It's the rehearsal. It's the repetition. Do it over and over and over. You hit. You you walk to your point and you stand there. Uh, mm. You you try not. To, that's one of the things we talk about as one of the actors in game. You do different little things in game that you would norm, uh, otherwise not normally do. Mm-hmm. Uh, for instance, when you're walking from uh, point to point to point during during your blocking sets, uh, you you walk and then you stop do not shuffle because on every other person's screen that's looking at you it looks like you're basically shuffling and walking in place mm. so you walk and you stop you, if you miss your mark maybe you'll get it next time but maybe but you are stopping right there and mm. you will yeah. hit your macro and you you do your button rotations of macros on 1 2 and 3 and then you move to your next position so that you stay out of the other people's lines of fire or whatever but it's it yeah. is it is very much like uh, a raiding yeah, you
5: practice a lot and uh, you you learn all the muscle memory behind it and everything. And it, it's scary at first until you start getting into it. And then the muscle memory kicks in and right. all the practice kicks in. And then unless you screw up really badly, <laughs> it just – it feels smooth.
2: Or
0: and the macro breaks, which – yeah. <laughs>
5: <laughs> but and but I mean, when that stuff happens, that's when Amy, Ro, and I, and everyone is like, okay, let's figure this out real quick. <laughs> you're say which him. we
3: definitely have the freedom to do during rehearsals right now. Yeah. Um, but I haven't talked a whole lot because I am probably the freshest meat in the theater. Mm um i I just joined for virtual theater in general for the Mm. first time for this show i don't have any personal experience behind the scenes with much ado or earnest Mm -hmm. uh, but it has been described to me it's yeah it's like raiding but uh the bright side if you make a little mistake nobody notices and the party doesn't wipe (laughs) yes it's definitely more forgiving like that
5: yeah yep and, and, yeah, you've had plenty of experience through uh, rehearsals. You know about how we have our rotations. Yeah. <laughs> and know about, yeah, the various uh, spells you have to have slotted and use at certain times. Right.
3: And, and you are yep. our ever faithful shot caller, and we appreciate <laughs> <Yeah>. you, Sass. <Ces. laughs>
5: it's my pleasure. <laughs> right. And, you
1: know, I think that, that kind of dovetails right into talking about technical and logistical stuff in game because as you mentioned before, like the way that you move is presented to people who are watching you differently. Right? right? Uh we all know about this if you raid, it's like, I am there. No, you're not, you're not there on my screen, but I'm there, I swear. Um, you know, those kind of desync things. So for like a, a, a typical actor, um what does it look like? You know, what is their macro loadout? What is what does that look like as they are getting ready? Oh my goodness, Sammy,
5: please. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you take, you take uh, the macros. I just imagine, I imagine our so,
0: Scrooge's macro
5: list and I oh shudder. God. Oh boy.
0: <laughs> I, I could give you all an example, but sure. it wouldn't translate well over. Oh, right. But, yeah. So basically, think of all 15 lines of macros, which if anyone ever talks to, uh, square enix at any point or yoshi mm-hmm. please tell them to double the amount of lines we get in macros that would make uh, all of our lives so much easier
1: you know i haven't thought about that we should we're gonna definitely ask about like what you guys would like to see because
0: this is c slash c pose one slash c pose two slash c yeah. pose uh, first, all the way through eight mm-hmm. yeah don't make me cycle i'm tired of cycling oh <laughs> you're right i hadn't thought about how annoying oh my yeah, go- goodness but those are just off the top of my head, you know? Right. Spotlights, more than two in the house, please. Yeah. That would be great, too. Oh,
4: please. Why has that not been changed yet? Oh, yeah. I wonder that, too. They all give the us time. eight
0: aquariums, but still only two spotlights. Come on.
5: Yeah. Please don't flash my name across the screen when I change the music. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a lot. But yeah,
0: macros. There's a lot. But mm-hmm. yeah, macros. Uh, lots of. Uh, Brackets with weights, uh, mm-hmm. a line goes through like slash say or slash Y because all of our text will is yellow text for uh, so everybody mm-hmm. can see it and it, it stands out a little bit more. But uh, slash Y space, whatever the line is, and then you hit enter, you slash space, the name of the emotes space. Uh, Motion so that just in case you have it, uh, it doesn't go through to the text line, Mm -hmm. bracket, wait, dot, whatever the wait time is there, go to the next line with more emotes. And it's that for 15 lines while you're and the lines themselves are are like a longer line will have eight to 10 seconds uh, in addition Mm -hmm. to whatever the line behind it will be. So you have to add in that wait time as well so that you don't stumble onto their line as they're going. And it's it's a process.
5: Yeah, Yeah, and you can imagine you get what four or five. Yeah, you get about
0: more, four, maybe five lines per macro. Yeah, and then the rest is uh, slash cool or CD weights uh, if people are timing things together at the same time, or your emotes, or even slash echoes to remind them where they're going.
5: Mm-hmm. yep and if you've only got a couple lines you've
0: only got a couple macros but if you've got a lot of lines it really fills up fast mm. oh
2: Scrooge. if they
0: need to like <laughs> I, I talked about micro adjustments where they're walking in place uh mm-hmm. if they need to turn around they will actually do like a target uh they, they will put a targeting macro in there and do a slash ft for face target so it looks like they shuffle as they turn around
4: mm. yep.
0: wow things like I, that
1: yeah, yeah you know you hear that, Raiders? Next time you can't hit all on time. I'm just saying. Um, you can get <laughs> oh my harder gosh! Than that.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: you can get a lot harder than that.
5: <laughs> it, it's very tricky, and there's a lot of you know. There are definitely times when you will keep your emotes out. You'll just hit them, Mm -hmm. you know, in between macros. But we do typically want to have as much in macros as possible just because it's less to uh, have to remember and Mm -hmm. easier for the flow of things, especially when you have multiple people talking. You know, we have those waits planned out so that Mm -hmm. while one line goes off, the wait lasts long enough for the other line to go out. And then it's like, Back and forth talking Uh, And all that we usually Have Amy goes through in pre Times before Mm. even the First rehearsal Uh, Because we used to do it (laughs) We used to do it where We would time it in rehearsals But that would take like a month and a half.
4: <laughs> oh my god. <gosh>. The <laughs> rehearsal
5: time. It is so finicky. And then you change one thing and it changes everything for everyone right. else. Mm-hmm. And you know, someone might be hitting their stuff earlier at the beginning of the rehearsal times, but then you know, a couple weeks later they hit a couple seconds later and that throws everything off. And so it's really tricky when mm-hmm. it comes to the so- macro stuff.
4: So with the macros then, with like hearing that, is it something where when uh, like the actors come in basically for rehearsal starting now, you like deliver all the macros to them ready and then it's mostly a focus on like the blocking and rehearsal practice of like executing those that like that sort of deal? Or is it something where like, I mean, it sounds like what you're saying is that you do it all ahead of time and then deliver it to them kind of like a really elaborate script that they Mm -hmm. would have.
0: Basically. So w- when we first do the show and everybody gets their, uh, part that everybody gets the script and in the script is all of the wait times already added to the end of every mm. single line. And then they basically take those, plug them into their own macros. Uh, I will have sometimes, or there will be points in the, in the script that will say this, this line right here has to be the end of your macro, uh, mm. because of movement that's about to begin or whatever, or whatever have you, but, uh, put those in that and they, get to choose the emotes and express the character as they would like to Mm. themselves. I may have some couple suggestions once we get into it, but for the most part, everybody puts into the work their own character. I just supplied the lines and how long they have to put emotes between each line with the weights.
3: Additionally, Additionally, awesome. we have a document where everybody puts their macros after they've made them. So I'm about they to can't share what my performance. Example,
2: see, see right. Someone. Yeah. Let me tell
3: you, it is so interesting to see how people will approach the exact same script and the exact mm. same sort of macro format, and it's different. It's like different yeah. languages for everybody, and the fact that it can be done with something so precise is essentially coding.
5: Mm-hmm. is mm-hmm.
3: it blows me away
5: right yep everyone's got their own style for macros and how they label things and everything it's really kind of fun to go through that we we usually if we have new actors our first rehearsal will be going over uh how macros are done but we do it kind of in a this is a formal way to do it mm-hmm. and then from there it's like we show some other folks uh ways that they do it and to give some ideas on how to do it best for them for the individual mm-hmm. person uh, but yeah uh, it's it's an art form in itself right macros even though it seems so <laughs> straight forward oh this is where you put your line and then your emote and stuff like that but there's right. actually a lot that goes into it
3: Not like any of us have any experience with artistry in nerdy or otherwise unforgiving arts. Am I right? No,
4: not not a single one of us. Do you like how I haven't mentioned at all that I did anything?
1: (laughs) (laughs) The fact that you had to point it out just kind of, I don't know.
4: i (laughs) have keeping my tea here waiting. I just want to be very clear. I got sassed before this episode even started <laughs> about the amount yeah. of times that I hit my I was in the arts macro button in real life. <laughs> so, you know, I I'm just I'm soaking it. No, honestly, it is so cool to hear how all of this translates in a digital space, right? Because yeah. that is something that comes up, like when you are actors on a stage if any of us have any experience having done that here at all um i wouldn't know (laughs) but like a big part of that is how is how right you yourself bring to life a character and when you're looking at like automating something in a sense where you know it's not as though in the moment it's not like you're typing out every line because that would just take a thousand years right you can't you can't type out a monologue at the same speed that you can speak a monologue And so, like, having to figure out how you then format all of that, how you then, like you were talking about, even taking into account delays with the server or the way that messages appear or stuff like that, how you make it so that it appears as though the dialogue is seamless because it's not like if your co-actor takes a slightly longer pause dramatically this time, you can adjust to that within a digital format um, Mm -hmm. when you're having to use a lot of these pre-coded things. And yet, it's so amazing to still see how the instinct for um, your own unique performance comes through, right? That um, in your actual like composition, the way that you're actually approaching writing the macros, in the emotes you might choose, in the way that you interpret that character um, and how you then kind of bring that to life with the tools within 14 is also (laughs) present. And I really love hearing about the process because it is so incredible thinking about how we can still be artistic in so many ways. And not have to physically be standing in a space, um, which mm-hmm. is—it's—it's it's incredible. It's very—it's profound, I guess. Is what, you know, I—I right. I find it to be profound in a lot of ways. I,
5: I really I'm, like how you put that, because that is a big thing for us. Where, yes, it does seem like a lot of it is being quote-unquote coded in with all mm-hmm. the writing and stuff, but we really strive to allow each actor to be able to express themselves in the characters uh that they feel how they would act in the various ways be that through including their own emotes we try not to give emote uh well we'll give some ideas for emotes (laughs) but for the most part we let them do them themselves uh sometimes i
0: veto things that's the director's prerogative oh of course Oh, of course
5: (laughs) But Absolutely. With, like, with our blocking as well We'll give a basic Kind of blocking outline But we'll always be like If you feel like your character would move around here Or use the space here Please, please, please Go ahead and do that mm-hmm. uh, And we, yeah we, our, The best actors are the ones who take us up on that <laughs> And are free to move around I know we ended up having In our last show uh, There's a uh, In the act three for Ernest We had a character Who just was sitting in the background The whole time And we were like We're not really going to give you direction Unless you really need it But we don't want you just sitting there Mm
4: -hmm. We want
5: you to be moving around And doing things So they ended up during the performance, they'd go and look out the window, grab a mm. book off the bookshelf and sit down, read the book, throw some fire uh, logs in the fireplace and stuff. And it was always so fun to watch people do stuff like that. Mm. Uh, so that th- those are ways that we definitely are trying to keep this from being, oh, you're our actors in a cut scene that we design and more mm. like we're trying to make this a more cooperative and real performance
3: and um, like with the emotes there are a few places where we're like you do kind of have to move like this in these particular spaces Um, you need to be here for when your entrance comes and things explode or you Mm -hmm. need to stand right here so this effect that tech is working on lands exactly on you Mm -hmm. and it makes it look cool Um, There were definitely a few things where I needed to coordinate the movement with the actors in order to make some really, really cool uh, visual effects. Mm -hmm. I was told right at the beginning by uh, Amy, it's like, we want to Michael Bay this. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) Yes.
5: Stay
3: less.
0: Yeah. I, I will say, and I they think provided, this, and I'm happy.
2: <laughs> I think
5: this is going to be our most uh, explosive <laughs> show nice. of any that we've put on before. Uh, there's right. a lot of tech in this show. Thank um,
3: goodness for Blue Mage. Yeah, <laughs>
5: right. a lot of things stage being stage moved mage. around on stage. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, spells being used as mm-hmm. pyrotechnics, and you know, just special effects. That you couldn't do in real life that we're mm-hmm. using inside a virtual space.
3: Suck it, OSHA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah. Yeah. There are definitely a few times when I'm like, I'm glad we're in a virtual space because I don't think OSHA would approve of this.
4: <laughs> gosh. Oh, it, gosh. If
0: it's never OSHA approved.
5: No.
4: <laughs> and just to clarify, because I believe this is the case, but I'm sure Aldina probably mm-hmm. knows. Um, this is a retelling, or is it a, a script drawn from A Christmas Carol or an adaptation A Christmas Carol? It is A Christmas, a Christmas Carol. Carol? Yeah. It, it is yeah. just
0: completely adapted to Inside Eorzea, so Starlight Story.
4: I yes. love it. Keeping the alliteration with the title. Yes. Very yep. good. Very mm-hmm. good. I love and it. it captures the
3: holiday spirit of ghosts bullying the bourgeoisie. <laughs> yes.
2: yes.
0: <laughs> and it is set in Ishgard. Yep. Yes.
4: Oh, perfect, perfect setting. Where else would you have the, the excellent e- Ebenezer? Bridges Ellison. Yeah.
5: yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, and I, I got to say, too, we have a, a costuming staff, and one of the costumers studied that for actual theater, and, mm. man... These costumes go so hard. (laughs) They are amazing. Uh, It's so cool that, you know, of course, we are inside a video game that was designed for other things. And so it's not like we can design costumes or songs or stuff for uh, our own stuff. But it's cool that within those limitations, we can still put together stuff that just works so well. Right. Yeah. yeah that's you know. really cool.
1: I mean, you, you have to work with what you have, but exactly. yeah, I mean, there's so many ways. I mean, little less with costuming. Like, it's like, this is the gear we have. Maybe we can die it. Maybe we can't. Um, yeah. But then, you know, you're talking about stuff like Blue Mage, right? I mean, there's you can get really creative with the use of other things mm-hmm. um, yep. in the, the space as well.
2: I mean, it's
0: now now not don't so get different. us wrong. We we have been able. We have made actors cry. We, we made <laughs> one of them go entirely through the blue carnival to get the oh. one of the final pieces there for their costume. Just one piece. <laughs>
5: oh no! We didn't. We didn't make them. They volunteered <laughs> to do that, but it was. I a got volunteered. Yeah, We've, we thank them a lot. <laughs> we had alternatives if they were like, "No, I, I we just, I can't do this." <laughs> mm. Look, but if my completionist we really skills, it.
3: <laughs> if my completionist <laughs> skills are needed for a piece of glam next uh, next show, maybe I can act instead. Yeah. We'll
4: figure it out. We'll yeah. figure it out. I mean, yeah, it's, Agatha has all of it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, <laughs> I'm getting that impression. I'm getting that impression. Um, it's really not that different, though, when you think about it, from even like you know smaller budget theater, right? Right. Because in an ideal world or in things like, you know, Broadway or Mm -hmm. whatever, like massively funded theater. Sure. Yeah. You have a, you have custom costumes, you have your whole bespoke set, you've got all of your, you know, special effect or compositions that might be, you know, unique to the music of what you're doing or, um, but like in the vast majority of theater, it's a lot of it is, okay, what do we have access to? What can we get the cheapest? Yep. What can we make work? What do we have enough pieces of that we can make something coherent out of this? What abilities or skills or talents do our staff or our, um, you know, our technical crew, like, what do they have that they can bring to the table that, you know, um, does somebody just have a big collection of swords laying around? Great. Yep. Then we don't <laughs> have to rent them. Like <laughs>
5: yeah we got a hundred bucks let's go to goodwill
4: yeah exactly <laughs> yeah so it really is very similar except that everything that's yep. at your disposal is just what's in the game right and mm-hmm, if you can exactly. access it
5: but of course yeah and, and absolutely you are 100 right it would be nice sometimes to make be able to make little changes here and there just for various mm-hmm. things but absolutely honestly what what is it they say that uh um <laughs> uh Absence creativity, what's that line? Sure, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and that's very true. <laughs> right. It's really cool coming across the end of the play and being like, how did we come up with all this stuff? You yep. know, and uh, <laughs> I, I got to say, too, going back to the customers, because it's so mm. obvious, they do such a good job. You know, it's fun listening to them pitch the costumes, because Amy and I were pretty much like, yeah, okay, yeah, no problem. That, yeah, that's cool. That's but." despite knowing that, they still put in so much effort. You'll find, you know, connected characters have connected styles and colors Mm. matching and things like that. You know, for Ernest, we had people who, or no, um, For Much Ado, specifically, they had people from different areas, and they would dress similarly to the people from the same areas as them. And, you know, the family would have color schemes Mm. (laughs) together. And so there's just so much thought put into that, way more than I thought could be put into it with the limitations. And it's so much fun. And
2: Mm.
3: then, yeah, even with this show, we've had actors communicating. It's like, oh, in this scene in the past, like, this is where we could have met – and yep. like, this is how we can interact with that. Here's how we can show it in our costuming. And I love storytelling through visual and nonverbal aspects, mm. showing oh, yeah. and not telling. And hey, if you notice it in the background, you notice it in the background.
2: Right. Yep. Yeah.
1: Environmental storytelling is is, is such a really cool layer to be able to add to anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Well, we talked a little bit about uh, the current show. Uh, you know, of course, we'll we'll talk about when and where and how to get mm-hmm. to there. But is there anything on this show so far? You know, no spoilers. We're not trying to spoil anyone. We we yeah. Try yeah. Not I see to what you're trying to do. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> but was there anything that was kind of how the heck are we going to do this? And you kind of put it all together. I, I see that there's a oh, there's probably a time. few answers.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I am partially responsible for this, and Emily uh, uh-huh. is yeah, partially yeah. responsible as well. Uh, we were meeting up before the rehearsal started. I had just joined the troupe. Uh, everything was already set up, like the stage itself and the formatting of the house was mm-hmm. set up. I was exploring. I was, I was a kid in a candy store, and mm-hmm. we were talking a little bit about some of the fire effects that we were going to do for one of the characters. hmm and I was thinking and mentioning, oh, maybe we could use this particular item to add a little extra weight when they're there. And my head, the exact places, if we put the Ifrit trophy behind a wall, is it going to be bright enough? Mm. And Emily took that as, oh, are we going to have fire trailing behind them as they walk? Mm. And I'm like, well, now we are. Absolutely <laughs> <laughs> yeah. going to happen now. Oh, wow. And um so, again, uh, I'm My ideas were always unrealistic dungeons. and
0: ridiculous. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, what, that's when dungeons. I have to come in and be like, okay, hold on. <laughs> this is a bit crazy. Let's see if we can get this to work without being this crazy.
3: <laughs> but Sass wasn't there. It was just no, being it. No, not yet. A-
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm
3: like, okay, let's go smart. get some Far Eastern braziers. Yeah. They're at a fantastic height to fit like underneath the stage that we have set up and we can use housing and place these and a little bit of fire will come out of the bottom and we can move these around as the actor is moving and oh, just have fire trail behind them. And we figured out a way to make it realistic. Um, yeah. Feasible. Once I
5: got involved. On, once you no, got involved. I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. No, it was a fantastic idea. It just, it, yeah. At we the same time, the out. cast
0: is doing everything on stage. We mm-hmm. have a crew of yep. Agatha and many Lalas running around <laughs> under yep. the stage, behind the walls, yep. in the walls, making things happen. Yep.
5: We, we specifically tried to make our – uh stage crew as lalafell yeah. because you can hide under <laughs> stages and stuff like that uh way more easily so you'll often find a lot of lalafells running around in all blacks <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's really weird section. if you just have a pair of vera or you're just sticking out of the stage running back exactly
5: and yeah, <laughs> it's happened yeah once.
3: <laughs> so i can't yeah. do particular things
5: w- but we, i am perfect did.
3: for other stuff
5: yeah. We did have Agatha queued up for something and then realized, oh, wait, that's not going to work. There's ears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, because, uh, of course, the smaller the character, too, the, one of the biggest things is the names floating over everyone's heads. Right. But the smaller characters, the names are lower. So uh, mm. we did try to make our stages cuz you don't want them up too high cuz then it's hard to see anything but mm-hmm. we try to get them high enough that you could fit a lala under there and then <laughs> you just open up the housing menu and you can run through everything and you just zoom the camera up and uh you can stand under people and use special effects and
1: I don't know that's what that's, that's lot of looking for but high enough so you could fit a, l- a lala under it <laughs> it's it's gold and it needs
0: to be something I don't know what oh yeah for sure <laughs>
1: Uh, You're more than excited. welcome
0: to come look and see how we did it.
4: I, I'd be happy to give you a chore. Yep. Yes, that'd be so fun! Yeah. Yes! Absolutely. I would love to. I mean, honestly, I hadn't even thought about how you would probably want to have those smaller models so that they wouldn't be as yep. intrusive or you could sneak them around into little places or with the set. Yep. Um, but, I mean, of course, this is all a very convenient excuse for you to expand Lala supremacy throughout the hey. world as well.
5: <laughs> you know... Mm. It, I- half one six of one half dozen not the other yeah <laughs> theater master
1: works. race the Lalafell, who knew <laughs> <There you go>. <laughs>
5: absolutely <laughs>
3: hey yeah, i mean koala yeah. was doing some work for us right guys mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. yo that's really funny i mean just just <laughs> talking about the the fire thing earlier i'm like so like did they just have like a lalafell crawl under the stage and he, yeah yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah more exactly. or less yeah and we we are it is right in the middle of a large house so we we've got the stage smack in the middle of where the stair mm. the staircase goes up and we have tricks as to how people get up and down from between the two floors without the audience seeing mm. yeah there, there are yeah, lots of little tricks and, and turns and and all kinds of little things that we can't really talk about because sure. they won't make yeah. sense but
1: yeah i think that there's so many, you know, we've had Aquarium, we've had Esprit, we, you know, like there, mm-hmm. there's so many people kind of exploring the edges of what can be done in game that it's it's just amazing to see where we are now. Like I, if you would ask me in Heavensward, if we ever, like I would have never thought about that. It's not like it's a new occurrence in MMOs, I'm sure, even in right. 1.0, because 1.0, the only reason to stay around is Zinedra, the another host who's not here right now always said was RP is the only good thing about this game right now is we can RP in it. Um, But it's just amazing that recently there's been this like huge explosion, at least of showing it. Right. Right. And like, there's this, this huge wave of people going, wait, you could do that. I want to do that. How do I do that? Um, So I think the next thing here is how did you, how did you find these people? How did you find people who really want to do it? How do you organize this sort of thing? Right like it's got to be I'm, I'm assuming discords and things like that uh could you talk to those
0: uh yes it is discord it is mm. lots of uh separate chats in game uh mm. with cross world link shells we we have a a crew line cross world link shell where uh commands are coming through for actors that are on mm. stage um we have the discord we we are in chat we have sass uh and our stage manager doing call outs for tech and crew or cast and crew uh, if they need a bit audio cue to get on stage because they can't see when a person's leaving mm-hmm. because of the way yeah. collisions happen with your camera right. yeah
1: i'm sure yeah. oh it's a jungle for the camera i'm sure the stage i i couldn't oh, imagine what it gets
5: stuck on yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> It's always find,
3: sorry. Go ahead.
5: I was just going to say it's always tricky. Like, if you're an actor walking through a doorway, how the camera likes to jump around, and then it's like, well, you got to stop at this spot, but also your camera's jumping around. So, good luck.
3: <laughs> also, as for finding people mm-hmm. uh, that are like minded and want to mm-hmm. actually do things like this, interviews like this are amazing. Like I was listening to another podcast and an ad for uh, Ernest came up that mm-hmm. uh, Firebird put out and I'm like, whoa, that sounds really cool. Let me get a few of my friends and we'll have a fancy-ish Guardian theater night. And my friends bailed on me. <laughs> no, I still cool. saw it and fell in love and un- my gut reaction is I want to do this. I'm I'm going to bring this back to accessibility ever so yeah. slightly. And That's I fine. might cry a little bit. Uh, fair warning. Um, I was involved in theater and theater adjacent hobbies, LARPing, uh, before the pandemic hit. And then, of course, everything was moved inside. We couldn't go out. And near the end of the serious restrictions... I was diagnosed with a couple of disabling conditions Mm. that make me less than physically reliable and less Mm. than, I guess, normal human Mm. capable for at best, at best for me, three out of four weeks in the month. Mm. I can't do physical theater anymore. Mm. But... I saw this and I thought, "Hey, I want to do this. I want to try it." And then I was welcomed with open arms and given challenges and mm. appreciate. <laughs> y'all, y'all keep thanking me for like the things that I do for this theater, and I say like, "Happy to help or no problem." But what it really is is thank you for giving me back such a huge part of my life that I thought was gone.
1: Oh, that's so nice. We're happy to have this. you here. It's it's the amazing part about being in this virtual world, right? You know, yeah. uh, we talked about it before on on a few episodes in which we talk about uh, MMOs as kind of places for rapid prototyping of the self. Like you can, you gotta do whatever you want, express yourself the way that you want to be seen and also do the things that you might not be able to do anymore. And it's just, it's amazing that we have this place where, yeah, we can raid, Yeah, we could do dungeons. Yeah, we could do that sort of stuff. Yes, the story is amazing, but the community really has these outlets that like it's just amazing to people who have no idea like you could even do this, right? Right. Uh, like you were saying, we, we could do that? We can. Um but yeah, it's it's amazing to hear.
5: Yep. And that that's part of the thing. We we just put our stuff out there. Mm -hmm. You know, we we do when we have our performances, we go around, do city shouts, we have Party Finder and stuff like that.
0: For to do very beginning, bringing everyone to get like for all the cast that I didn't have uh, that I needed. Additionally, it was many weeks just sitting in Party Finder. Yep. But uh, a
5: lot of times the truly dedicated and the truly amazing people find us which is a blessing. Um, you know, you get folks, we had Ron Ronwin end up messaging us. Hey, I stage manage in real life theater. If you guys need any help. Now they're a company manager. You know, we've got <laughs> Agatha here who's been a fantastic asset to the theater. You know, I, I do tech and it's like, oh, I need something to be done. Agatha. <laughs> <laughs> and never any complaints. It's always wonderful uh, mm-hmm. knowing that I've, got folks there to because I, I tend to take on a little too much so it's sure. always nice to have folks that are very uh welcome to mm-hmm. do stuff if i need them to do it and it makes it easy to get help so that's why yeah we appreciate agatha and everyone else who ends up joining we had mm-hmm. ambrosia last play come and join us and take an acting role. And now they're our stage manager, this performance. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, all all the amazing people, dedicated people that we're lucky to have, have come to us. And that's, (laughs) that's magic. That's amazing. And that really humbles us, you know, and
3: I guarantee you for every single one, it's a labor of love.
5: Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. I I definitely feel that. It's Mm -hmm. always great. I know. I know. I feel So uh, it's it's always so nice when everyone's asking to do stuff and you don't have to ask other people to do stuff (laughs) because that could always be a challenge. You know, there's always so much to be done. And I I know this uh, this performance, this uh, performance schedule has gone so much smoother than the previous two, just because there's so many people like, oh, we should start working on that. I'll get on it. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, awesome. <laughs> We've got so many passionate people who are excited to work and excited to get started on things, and that's been a blessing for us. So, yeah,
1: it's, it's just, you know, that's why as soon as I saw it, as soon as I saw it posted, I was like, okay, we have to do a show about this. We have to. There's no question. <laughs> and when can you, we do it?
5: You guys are not the exception. You know, wonderful people come to us and ask us, you know, to help be part of everything. And, you know, it's great being uh, a stepping foot a little more into the Final Fantasy community like this, right. you know. So, that's right. uh, fantastic. Thank you all again so much. I mean, well-
4: Thank you. Yeah, it's
5: great to have I mean, we like I said before, we love to talk
1: about anything that's not the the things that we don't want to talk about. I'm not gonna mention the mm-hmm. things that we don't want to talk about. But, um.
4: that's well I mean thinking about the well, thinking about the things we don't want to talk about, but then also thinking about a lot of the greater context and discussion mm-hmm. that we've heard we hear always at the end of expansion cycles. But yeah. Particularly, we've heard a lot with Endwalker, with it being sort of the 10-year capstone of the game Mm -hmm. and, you know, the story and us moving on to new things. There's always this discussion of, like, what is there for me to do in the game? And so many times people let that discussion just end at I Raid, the Mm -hmm. end, or I PvP, the end, or they didn't release uh you know the open world content like boja that i wanted so i'm not right. i'm not playing the end or whatever it is or you know i get asked so many times by folks too like how do you find a friends group in this game how do you socialize with people how do you connect and It's one of those things where there's so much more beyond that. The content Mm -hmm. that the community is creating, be it through role play, be it through incredible artistic endeavors like this, putting on shows to entertain the community, but also coming together to collaborate to do something in this world that we all share, that it's not like Yoshida-san, you know, messaged you and was like, I made a play minigame, have yeah. fun. And then, yeah. like, you, right? This is something that just using what is there you started doing and people in the community started doing and these kinds of endeavors it doesn't have to always be well if I'm not in a raid static then I can't do something with people or if people don't want to run treasure maps then I can't do something with people right you can get connected into so many things like this and it's so inspiring because it's I mean it is it's creating content but it's creating memories it's creating experiences it's so much more than just that
5: Mm -hmm. Well, I know I'm never going to forget my time. (laughs) Virtual (laughs) theater—that's a permanent part of my life. So, right.
3: What do I do during content drought? I explode actors with various (laughs) elements.
5: Yeah. (laughs) Content drought? What's that? We're always working on the next thing.
2: (laughs) Exactly. We
5: make our own. No drought here. (laughs) (laughs) We'll take a couple weeks off after the play, and then we're right back to it. Mm Yeah, and it's it's interesting how
1: viewing the game through that lens then adds more to every piece of content. We have talked about, you know, the things that, that you're excited about coming into the game or want to see changed
5: are completely different than the normal set, right? Like, Oh, yeah. And, and all the new things that get added, it's like, oh, am I going to have to do more content because a new piece of music comes out that I'm going to yeah. need to get and stuff like that? You know, so it's definitely different sort of... Uh, relationship with a lot of the new things.
3: I mean, Sus, now it's, uh, what do we send Agatha to do?
5: Yeah, I'm going to eventually put you behind the orchestra and then not have to worry about it at all. (laughs) Say less.
1: (laughs) Yeah, for real. (laughs) Right, and you know, I think recently, you know, as as people hitting this content drought, um, you know, we're talking about the clubs and and the other stuff that are in game, and yes, that's great, but that's not a lot of people's speed, you know what I mean? Like that, that might be a little much for some people, but a nice night at the theater talking to like-minded individuals who love theater
5: or just wanted to dress
0: up real nice. It's, Mm. it's awesome. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Like I said, the first time we went, I ended up, you know, I was a poor little new player and spent a hundred thousand gil at the market board for my sisters to dress up nice for the theater. And that, (laughs) Just that added to the experience. I still right. think of that very fondly.
2: I sure we have ushers up.
0: walking the lines and we make sure everybody's nice and cordial and we've never have really had any issues. We've we've no. had one issue. We've had one issue. One, But, but yeah. that was, it, it was fine. It was taken care of. And everything yeah. went mm-hmm. well afterwards. Yeah. Right.
5: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, it's like everyone plays along in that mm-hmm. it's not playing. It's It makes it real You know, you you come over to this house And everyone's in line in front of the house You got ushers walking around You're not in Final Fantasy 14 anymore You're waiting in line at a theater You know, and everyone... Behaves like they are in line at the theater. You know, it, it's crazy seeing all these people just. Oh, there's a line. I'll go to the end. You know, you, we don't get people jumping lines, running in the door when they're open. We we prepare for mm. that, but we've never really had to do anything with that. Um, everyone just is. FF14 community is awesome. <laughs> <Everybody> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right. It's 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 brilliant. It's so much fun, and you know that everyone behaves or you know <laughs> goes along with it in the way that they should that yeah. just makes it more fun for everyone
3: we're going everyone. to a night at the theater we have theater exactly. etiquette we're absolutely yep. going to adhere to it it's mm-hmm. it's beautiful absolutely. to see it's beautiful to take a part in yes yep. i blew a pure white dye on uh skier gear yep. um oh, when i went
5: <laughs> yep and then we do some silly little things as well. Like we have a concession stand during intermission. Right. You can go buy coffee and, you know, <laughs> especially for the folks that uh, love doing their role play, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's, That's awesome. it's, yeah, we, we try to make it as fun and as authentic as possible.
0: This wow. show specifically I, it's about an hour and a half, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, there will be an inter, a 10 or 15 inter, Minute intermission yep. around mm-hmm. the middle p- midpoint
1: yep. yeah so let's talk about that show coming up uh so it's a starlight story you guys have i think four showings there's two on the last day
0: yes mm-hmm. we will have a matinee at 2 p.m eastern, eastern. Yes. for all of our european friends to mm-hmm. get, so they can get see it a little bit better
5: yeah, I, they don't have to stay up quite
1: as late. <laughs> I hadn't even considered that. But that's another thing that the virtual world brings to you is that, hey, well, we could just do it then for these for these guys because they're on the other side of the world. Like you don't really have to worry about that in physical theater.
5: They're here. Right. I, I remember I was watching uh, the Namazu Theater. They had a thing going on in there in Australia. So, you know, I was up at right. nine in the morning and going over to their data center. But that was real cool being able to see something put on by a bunch of Australians while I'm here in the States and America time, you know, <laughs> and it, having that just work was really cool and magical. Yeah, so I definitely
3: sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you can. Oh, I definitely have a couple of friends in the Philippines who are exactly twelve hours off from the Oof. Eastern time zone. So at least one of the shows is late enough here mm-hmm. that they can wake up at a reasonable hour and see it. That's yeah, cool.
1: So let's talk about the the where and the when. So yeah. Starlight Story, it's it's on uh you guys go ahead and take it over. Yeah.
5: Go ahead, Amy.
0: <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> <laughs> Delegating right back that's up the That's all chief.
4: you, Amy. Have fun. <laughs> yeah.
0: Go ahead, director. No, that, yeah, that's usually me. <laughs> all right. Uh, Starlight Story. Uh, we are on Ferry on the Ether Data Data Center. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are in the Imperium plot, uh, Ward 6, Plot 60. Uh, you can find us at Twitch. We it, Every show will also be streamed live. So yes, yes. if you're not able to get into the theater because there is a limited capacity... And I can talk about that for 30 minutes, but I'm not going to. <laughs> That's something else I want expanded.
2: Right. <laughs> yes.
0: But, uh, uh, if you're not able to make it, we can be on, t- it'll be on Twitch, uh, at mm-hmm. the times that it shows, uh, as as well it's a uh, friday december 15th 8 30 eastern saturday 7 eastern and then sunday like you said the two shows we have a matinee it's two eastern and then the evening show at six as our final show and where we will also announce what our next show will be for mm. the first show for next year
3: and i can tell you i'm excited for that i don't know what this show is <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah uh we uh, uh we we make it a whole thing we will for one like i said accessibility is important so Mm -hmm. we do make sure to also stream it like amy said unfortunately we can't have too many people in the theater up to about a hundred people in Mm. one but that also includes guests and crew which includes (laughs) guests and crew or else people start disappearing and that sucks Mm -hmm. uh but if you can't make it to a show we have twitch and if you can't make it to watch it live, we'll see about getting a VOD on our YouTube as soon as possible. So we want to make it so that if you want to watch it, you can watch it. <laughs> and our and previous often, two
0: shows are on our YouTube. Yeah, yes.
5: That's where I and, watched uh, and, much of it. Very cool. And often, usually, I think, watching the stream is a bit better of an experience. You know, you get to watch from the perfect angle that we Mm -hmm. have set up at the theater and you get the chat there as well that you could talk with folks and even some you know actors might be being naughty and you know off stage and might pop into the (laughs) twitch chat (laughs) yeah so as long as they're on stage when they need to be that's uh (laughs) (laughs) yeah we're okay okay
0: with it
5: we'll we'll also be uh show uh given links to our playbill and stuff right. in our Twitch chat and while you're in line and stuff like that, and of course, links to the Discord. So, yeah, I was going to mention that playbill is beautiful. Uh, you can find it through
1: their card link, uh, at least yep. that's where I found it. it's yes. like holy crap with the A- Aorsian script! Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. it's it's amazing. Uh,
5: the same person's making the playbill again for this one, mm. so it's going to be fantastic. And we also have someone who does photography inside the game Mm. you know someone who actually you know does it really fancy and nice then Mm. they're working with our person on the playbill so it's going to be even better this time awesome
1: well i know that we could talk forever and i kind of want yes but
5: (laughs) hey (laughs) maybe we'll just have to come back on yeah for the next show (laughs) for the next show certainly (laughs) absolutely
3: our people will get in touch with your people. In other words, <laughs> I'll
4: just, I'll go to our raid server.
5: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. We'll send Agatha and be like, hey, we're ready.
4: <laughs> no, I'm so glad we got to talk. This is incredible. Yay. I mean, it's amazing to me, the endless creativity of this community. And I can't wait. I want to go, I'm going like, to go watch the previous shows and yep. like, get ready. Oh yeah,
5: please do. They Love were so it. much fun to work on and put on. And you can, pr- I hope you can see us improve between the two shows and then mm. this one.
3: And please do hit us up too, because that uh, that theater tour offer that still stands.
5: Yeah, we do, do have a-, a rehearsal tonight. Uh, if you want to drop by,
4: mm. Ooh. yeah, I can't I, tonight, but I'm I can't going tonight. I wish I could. <laughs>
5: yeah. I
2: well, do
4: say I'm going to bring
5: Zen as well. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk. Yes. We'll talk afterwards. Yeah, and, we'll have to yeah, get one because
1: I'd love to connected. just uh, talk more with with more examples of how you guys are doing it as well, because. It's kind of hard, and a, a lot of our listeners are listeners, right? And they might yeah. not know exactly what we're talking about when we say, Oh, you got to float this and do that. They may not have ever interacted yeah. with the system. So, seeing an example could be cool, yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Well, I i think that's that. Yep,
0: yeah. um, thank you for so, having us on, appreciate yeah. it. Yeah,
5: thank, thank you so much for joining us. This was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. Uh, if you would like to learn more about the Firebird Theater uh, you can find out some more info at thefirebirdtheater.card.co That's card with two R's um, and you can find out uh, all the info there. Um, any other the Twitch as well, Fire, the Firebird Theater
0: um, mm-hmm. for, for streams? Theater spelled R-E Yep. R-E, R-E, yep.
4: <laughs> R-E at
3: the end Yep. Uh, you do it the fancy way
0: <laughs> I mean, Yes You gotta be fancy
1: with it It's you know? the correct way <laughs> All right. Um, I think that is going to... Are there any other, uh, for the three of you, any other socials or Twitches or anything like that that you'd like to tell people about and where they can
0: find you? Uh, Amelie underscore TFT for my Twitch. Mm -hmm. I just...
5: Firebird. (laughs) That's just for me. I don't have anything else. Don't worry, I feel you on that.
3: If you want to follow me personally and watch me simp over Americ and a particular other character, Uh um, you can find me most active at Ah, The cloud one. And if you you (laughs)
2: want
5: to get in touch with any of us or have any questions that you want to ask, go on to the card and join our Discord. And uh, if you shout out in general chat. Someone will get to you. <laughs> uh, we are very friendly, and you know if you have any questions, we have so many knowledgeable people. Someone will be able to help out and give some advice for things. So very cool. Yep.
1: All right. Um, if you want to find me on the internet, you can do that. Uh, Twitter. Oh wh- no, I laird it, Goofy. I'm sorry, Now I'm just covering <laughs> you right up. Oh, good. It wasn't intentional. Writing no. Hold good, on. We fine. gotta. No, it's not. It, it cuts it's off funny. that stuff, too.
4: If you oh, want to find Al Dino, you can find him at raffle.drg. It's yeah, <laughs> not him! It's you can leave him. a message
1: there. <laughs> I'll do this manually. My buttons have failed me. Uh, <laughs> Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, YouTube, uh, Um I finished playing Alan Wake 2. It's like the first mm-hmm. full like, game playthrough I've ever done. I I've, yeah. I've tried to do a few. Oh. Finally finished it with Alan Wake. Um... FanFest reactions are still up there if you want to see a grown man cry about a video game that's 21 years old. Um, and yeah, that's... You'll have to that's, see it. That's me. <laughs> uh, Aldi, where can people find you? Here and only here. That's it. Uh, nowhere else. Uh, I am on the, the Twitter. I will never call it its other name. Uh at <laughs> what Aldino. other name? Yeah, what other name? Uh, I'm also on Blue Sky as Aldi. Funnily enough, I didn't have to fight for this name. I don't know why uh, that would be. It's, it's such a know, common name. Yeah, exactly. That's why. I mean, especially. You got in early? <laughs> yeah, I got in early, but you usually call Alpha No Aldeano, which is great. I like that. So we'll it see. It happened if that like once, up. like last week, and I'm never going to hear the end yeah. of it. It
4: happens no, you all the time, just constantly, every yeah, constantly. single episode, just a- all episode. over.
1: Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's about it for me. Uh, <laughs> what about you, Rook?
4: Oh, hi. Yes, I'm Rook. You can find me at twitch.tv Rookery. That's R-O-O-K-U-R-I. You can also find me on YouTube at the same. And until I fully shift over to Blue Sky myself, you can find me on Twitter at Rookery underscore. If I'm not live on my own channel, I'm probably on this podcast or the Gilberts 2 podcast I do, The Lightbringers. And if I'm not live on those podcasts, I'm probably commentating, shoutcasting, or hosting some kind of event. Next week, I will be live, depending on when you listen to this, Doing uh, the race to World First for World of Warcraft with Dungeon Dojo. But whatever I'm doing, wherever I'm doing it, I do a lot of stuff for 14 as well. I try to shout it out on socials and on my own Discord, so keep an eye out.
1: All right, and of course, if you want to reach us at the show, you can email us a Radio gamerscape.com. You can tweet at us at Aetherite Radio, and you can find us as Gamerscape on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, and Discord, including uh, our. Uh, we have on discordgg Gamerscape. We've got our. Uh, Aether Radio chat. We've got a Final Fantasy XIV chat. We've got a general chat. If there's other things that you'd like to talk about that aren't yes. this podcast and Final Fantasy XIV, it's crazy. I know, but some people do. Like
2: what? What, <laughs> what exists? I don't know what else
1: there is. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I would I would geek out about Marvel. Oh uh, yeah. True. I mean, Hello. I mean, yes. <laughs> we've had a good Mar- we've had a good Marvel weekend here. Um, <laughs> but that is going to do it for us today. Thank you everybody for tuning in, and we will see you next time.
3: Take care.
5: Uh... Uh-huh.